Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast, a podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie, and I'm so glad you're here. I want to first start off by letting you know some exciting information. Over the next few weeks and into the next couple months, as we go into fall and October and into Thanksgiving in November, I have got some exciting news. We're going to have some pretty incredible guests on the show. I've got a pretty neat lineup. Uh, I'll be sharing more information about them, but I have my first interview pardon me, with an amazing uh, young woman coming up this Monday, and I will get that out to you so you can hear. It's going to be a really great time. We've got some really powerful people with powerful testimonies coming on, and we're going to be discussing things from mental health to abuse to divorce. Um, We're going to hear from some life coaches. We're going to just have a pretty awesome uh, time together talking about overcoming great obstacles and the power that the Lord has to control not only the negative things in our lives, but to truly change who we are inside as we go through difficult things. On that note, I'm going to be sharing with you today an interesting uh, message. It's going to be talking about God ordaining people not to like you. And we say, well, that sounds really silly or funny or odd, whatever. And it kind of does. But this actually, this concept came um, through my husband and he spoke this word to me. And I want to share it with you because it was just very, very powerful. This week has been a struggle um, for me. Different things have been difficult. Again, going back to just the normal struggles of life, having a new baby, going from one child to two child, two childs, two children. <laughs> but I've also had a struggle again in, in this ministry that I'm doing and trying to navigate um the inner workings of things and what I should pursue and then feeling led to do something that I feel very strongly about that the Lord has called me to and then facing um, opposition. And so I wanted to share this idea with you that not only does God allow opposition in our lives, but sometimes he's the orchestrator of it. And he's, I would even go so far as to say he's the orchestrator of the opposition even when he has given you the call of something to do. So to put it in a, in a better articulated fashion, God can call you to something. 
He can give you a word. He can give you a, you know, a, um, a sense of, of direction. He's calling you to do something. He's calling you to be obedient in this area. And then you step out in obedience only to be met by opposition. But the opposition can in fact sometimes also be God ordained. So you have God calling you to do something. He's, he's ordaining something that he wants you to do. And ordaining means that in his book, it's already done. You already have everything you need to do it. Even though you haven't done it yet, it's already given to you, including his favor and blessing to ultimately see it through. And so sometimes we, I, get stuck on the fact that God has called me to something. For instance, God has called me to speak. He's called me to speak about him. He's called me to speak about what he has done in my life. And although he has called me to do that, I can get lost and and forget the fact that just because he's called me to something doesn't mean that he won't ordain, which also means call, call, make happen, bring about opposition. And that opposition can sometimes sidetrack me and I can be like, oh no, what are you doing? You told me to do this. Why are you not giving me your blessing and your favor? When really we can miss this middle ground that God can ordain you to do something. He can call you to do something. He can give you the um, the go ahead. He can create you to be a person that has a special gifting and he can let you know very most definitely, this is what I've called you to. And then you set out in that, you know, mindset or I set out in that mindset of, okay, Lord, I'm doing what you told me to do. I'm stepping out. I'm being obedient. And then we're met with opposition and we're like, okay, I don't understand. You told me what is going on. I'm frustrated. We struggle with, um, you know, wanting to give up. I know I do. I struggle with, um, you know, depression over it, anxiety over it, just frustration. Um, and then it turns me all inside out and it just causes a lot of chaos in my mind. And so what my husband spoke to me really just kind of blew my ability to, it just blew my understanding out of the water. And God will do this a lot of times when you are seeking him, he is going to bring understanding to you. Not necessarily an answering to all your questions, but he's going to bring an understanding. Because it says in scripture that if any of us lacks wisdom, we are to ask of God who will give liberally to us when we ask. So he used my husband to bring me this message. And this message was that God ordains people not to like you. And people not to like you is opposition. So God says, go do something. And I go, okay, I'm doing it. And then I step out to do it. And I met with opposition. Then I fall off the track because up until this point, I haven't realized that the opposition is also part of the ordaining. Because if you look at it, what does the opposition do? Opposition stops us. And why might God call us to something to then have it be stopped? Because maybe, maybe God calls us to something and he can see the entire picture. And 
for his sake of, of his position as Lord overall, he doesn't always tell us the entire picture. And so we as humans with our limited ability to understand and to see and to know what God is, you know, um, what his plans are and what his thoughts are, he uses opposition to guide us. And not only to guide us, but to strengthen us. The two very important key factors of following Jesus is to be guided by him and to be changed by him. And that is what opposition does. Because when we're, when we're opposed, we do struggle with all of those things. It, picture it. If we went through and God ordained something and then it was just sunshine and roses and chocolate bars... We would never grow and develop. It is through the ordaining of what he's called, the purpose he's put on our life, and the struggle of getting there that we ultimately have a testimony to give when we finally reach the place that he wanted us to get to. So he uses opposition to train us. He uses it to guide us. He uses it to protect us, guiding us because when we are opposed, it stops us. And you may say, well, why is he stopping us from the very thing? Because maybe that person and that situation in that time isn't the very thing. Maybe the only thing that you've got right so far is what he's called you to do. Maybe he has called you to, uh, or like in my situation, he has called me to speak. But maybe it wasn't with this person in this way. And so opposition then makes a detour. And when it makes the detour, it also confronts the heart issues that I have deep within my spirit that without opposition, I would never face. So continually coming up and dealing with the fact that I have an issue with doubting, I have an issue with anxiety, I have an issue with trusting, all of those things continually are brought up by opposition when it is around the order or the ordaining that God has put in my life on a specific thing that he wants me to do. And so he will use people, he will use them being unkind, he will use them um, stopping your plans or uh, getting in the way of them. He will do that to guide you, to train you, and to change you. And the training part is the more that we go along and we don't give up and we see, okay, there's opposition here, but Lord, I know what you called me to do. And so train me on how to pick up and perceive what you want me to understand. How, Lord, do I view this? How do I see what you're wanting me to do? How do I actually get to the place you want me to go? So that's how it trains us. And then it changes us again, that constant confronting of our inner lies that we believe about God and the inner um, sin thoughts that we have and the inner lies of the enemy that we believe. When we face opposition, we are going to be confronted with the things that we need to deal with over and over and over and over again. And as I shared in last week's episode about habitual sin, where we're talking, I'm trying to find that verse here in my journal, where we're talking about um, the Lord discusses absolutely that we have to Turn and keep turning, come and keep coming. So again, I'm going to reiterate that just because we confront something once, we confront our doubt, we confront our depression, we confront our fear, doesn't, and we overcome it, doesn't mean that we won't need to constantly 
By constantly, I don't mean every moment of the day, but a consistent confronting of our habitual areas of weakness and sin is what is necessary to change us because we all do have a tendency to fall towards different areas of sinfulness, areas of weakness, areas of temptation. And so if we are not exercising our ability to stand firm in the truth by confronting these areas pretty regularly, then we are going to lose ground and the strength. And so that is why it is important to have consistent opposition because it trains us, it changes us, and it guides us. So friend, I want you to understand that if God has called you to something, you need to hold on to that because opposition is not a a sign showing you that God didn't call you to it. It is often the thing that is actually confirming that he called you to it. Opposition is necessary. It does not mean you heard wrong from God. It means to hang on, to submit to being trained, changed, and guided by it. And again, the very thing that the world says disqualifies you from service is the thing that God uses to qualify you for service. So my struggle with mental illness isn't the disqualifier of my life in ministry. It is the thing that qualifies me. Your struggle with whatever it is, is the thing that qualifies you. Because in the heart and mind of Jesus, that is what he intends to use. So today, whatever you're facing, whatever opposition you're dealing with, whatever unkind people that aren't supporting you, aren't following through on their end of things, are standing in the way of you moving forward in what you know God has called you to do. Submit to the Father, not to them. Submit to the Father because he is using this to guide you, to train you, and to change you. I also want to end this time by just saying um, a prayer. I just really want the Lord to speak to anyone that's listening to this today. Father God, it is so hard to be bombarded with opposition, especially when we feel called by you to do something or we feel, Lord, that you have spoken a word of um, assurance over our lives or provision or promise. And then we are faced right after that experience, Lord, of feeling such a sense of security from you, and then we're, we're facing opposition after opposition. We get tired. And Father, we are weak, and we don't understand, and we are so short-sighted. I pray that you would strengthen us, that you would strengthen each of my listeners, Lord, that you would give them a spirit of great tenacity, that you would just continue, Lord, to help them to grow in their spiritual muscles of being able to trust you and to believe Believe no matter what, because God, when you say it, you are faithful to see it through. I just pray that you would be a great source of encouragement to everyone listening this week. and pray this all in your precious and holy name. Amen. Friends, I also want to 
uh, let you know that I have a new website. I'm in the process, the end processes of putting finishing touches on it, and it's really, really beautiful. And so it's going to have a, uh, a store on it where you can purchase my art. It's also going to have a booking uh, page where you can book me to come and speak at your event. I am available not only for in-person engagements at local churches or schools or uh, community centers, but also via online. So I am able to uh, available to do online speaking seminars as well. And so it will have a booking page and it will also have a link to our podcast and a link to the blog that I very rarely write, but will try to do better on. So it's going to be a really, really neat and beautiful website and it's almost finished. Be sure to share this podcast with your family and friends and drop me any prayer requests that you have. There is no prayer request that is too small. I am honored to pray for you. You can also join the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things Facebook Book page um, on Facebook and follow me on Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things to get all of the updates about our show and do be turning it tuning in coming down the road because we have some amazing guests going to be on the show. Have a great week and God bless and remember, don't be afraid of opposition. It doesn't mean God didn't call you. It means exactly the opposite. God is working, friend. Take heart and press on.